Oh, we got another dislike. Welcome, Dislike Club. Yeah! Let's get this show going. Right on it tonight. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling hot. I think I'm gonna get naked. Yeah. Take off all my clothes. Maybe. I don't think that would be a good idea. I don't think that would be a good idea at all. Welcome to the show tonight, guys. We're back. We're healed. We're done being butthurt over here. And we're moving on to a bright, bold, new future. And go where no brony has gone before. Stay tuned later in the podcast and you will find out what that's all about. So we're going to move on. To our very, very, very first topic. Right away. And am I not going to roll an intro here? You're like, Anthony, Anthony, you got you got to do your intro. But unfortunately, I don't think Anthony uh, got himself very prepared today. So I'm procrastinating as I'm scrolling through files and directories to try to find my very own... Uh, yeah, such and things that I can't find. At the moment, because I just can't find it. And, yeah. Okay, which directory did I put it in, guys? Tell me which one. Was it the Geeking Off folder? Podcast? Segment clips? Ah, there we are. The intro of Doom. Yeah. It's the intro of Doom. Can we call that? Is that is that is that copyrighted anywhere? Has anybody copyrighted or coined that uh, any, with Doom in it? Okay, okay, okay. We'll just go ahead and roll with it. Computers, gaming, retro gear, devices, Okay, well, good as any intro is going to be. <laughs> I don't know. The seduction was a pretty strong intro, oh. but you got to always have your throwback intro, of course. Yeah, yeah, you got to. Even though it's not Thursday, we've got to have that intro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a long week it has been. First of all, I would like to dedicate this particular episode in our good friend Roy from Roy Does Linux and... Roy switches to Arch. This week, we have lost Roy due to the old age of heart attack. I don't know if that's part of old age, but it contributes to it. So it's been a very long, hard week. And because of it, a video that I wanted to have out earlier in the week did not come out because while I was editing this particular video, I got the sad news that Roy passed away. And I ended up adopting a poodle that he had. So I got a little woof woof around the house. So stay tuned. I might have a video. I might have a project to make a dog cam with some of these boards that I got laying around because I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Because after this week, I was a little disappointed 
in something. Just a, just a little disappointed, but I'll get into that in a minute. Okay, what you're seeing here. Welcome to the Odroid XU4 land. This uh this week, well it was it was last weekend, I finally got the Odroid in. And yes, this Odroid was so good, it had me screaming, "Gary! Yeah! Gary!" <laughs> okay. Couldn't have timed that better. Oh yeah, I, I I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. So what you're looking at is a desktop you all voted for. I didn't think I was gonna like it. XFCE. It got the highest votes on the on the whole you know chat. You know, and <laughs> the chat, <laughs> the poll. The poll is the chat. The chat's the poll. Okay? You got it? You got it down? Good, 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 good. Anyways, so you're looking at my XFCE Odroid machine running real good. Kinda, kinda. I had to do a little trickery to make this sucker work to get some performance out of it. But as you can see here, she's running. And you can see these CPU cores, they're a cooking. They are so hot. They can't even handle themselves. Seriously. No, no, no. The best part about this device is its performance. It has very good hardware. But here, here's the kicker. Video acceleration is a disaster. Look at that. Just look at this. This is where it falls short. Let's just, yeah, you saw that. I had to draw that on the screen. Let's go ahead and scroll this down. Look at this. I am scrolling as fast as I can, and this sucker is just having a good time, taking his time, scrolling web pages. So this is going to be what we're going to do tonight without video acceleration tonight. I've tried Googling everywhere, and believe it or not, when you watch the main video, you're going to find out that the Odroid, video-wise and using it as a daily desktop and a daily driver, fails compared to a Raspberry Pi 2. A Raspberry Pi 2 performs and is more optimized in this department. As you can see, we are having a hell of a time getting the page to even scroll. Look at this. Oh my God. And this brings me to another point about other Odroids and devices in the future. Because I have other devices. I have the Pine 64. I still haven't touched it. Ordered it, got it, still haven't done anything with it. Got a, a, I can't remember, but it's another M board. But this one, that other one I got is uh, Intel uh, Atom versus the ARM processor. So I'm hoping that one will perform better because, you know, it's ARM, maybe. I don't know. And I'm very, very disappointed because my project of what I wanted to do with the Odroid was set it up to give it to a family member to use as a daily driver. Unfortunately, I would be better off giving him a Raspberry Pi 3 with Ubuntu Mate on it because at least the web pages can scroll. You see where I'm going at? So, I feel a little defeated. I feel a little beat up. I feel like somebody just took me and beat me with a stick. 
macro? Well, it it just really comes down to yeah, you'll have the great hardware, but if it's not optimized, if the software is not there, the community support's not there, the product is dead. It's kind of useless. It's My useless. brother's had one of the, I think the Odroid C2 for almost a year now and he's hardly done anything with it because software OS support for it is terrible. So while it's weaker hardware, you're almost better off throwing your money at Raspberry Pi because you know shit's just going to work well with it. Exactly. And that's why I'm just... The community support, the Raspberry Pi is very, very popular. They got it. But I feel like when I'm going to start exploring with these other two boards that I have sitting in the closet to dig them out, I'm going to run into the same problem. Maybe I can make that, a doggy cam out of them. That is hugely disappointing, though, because you, you you're talking about that web page scrolling and just any of that. That is a drastically more powerful GPU, at least tenfold. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. On the GPU perspective compared to the Pi, but it's not there. But I bet you could throw on a any kind of Android and it'll work beautifully. But general Linux. No, I was going for full desktop. However, Cody, Cody ran beautifully. It actually has the acceleration and the support it needs to to run really good. Cody ran beautifully, beautifully. But Ubuntu Mate ran worse than it did on a Raspberry Pi 2. I think Cody runs its own X server. You can even run it as an X server. So it always has some kind of back-end acceleration. Works well on just about everything. Well, it wouldn't make any sense because the version of Ubuntu Mate that comes with the, the XU4 is... Ubuntu Mate, you just go and choose your desktop environment and change it to Kodi. Runs fine. Go to Mate. This horrible, horrible experience. I mean, it's just, it was it was almost unusable. I was able to install Compass and kind of speed it up a little bit, but nothing, nothing like, you know, what what's optimized for Ubuntu Matai, 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 have a Matai, Mate for the Matai Raspberry Pi, <laughs> Pi Mat, have a Mat Matai. Oh, I'm all out of it. I'm just I'm all over the place now. I'm talking Matais. I got alcohol in the brain. Just please start drinking again. Oh God, yeah. Oh, Compai. <laughs> mm, mm. Oh. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just a. Uh... Another strike against Mate is just not aging well. Gnome Two is not aging well. well. It's it's ending. It's got it's got to, it's got to die. But then again, I'm not liking the direction that uh, Gnome is going. Anyways, the whole GTK Three toolkit is just I'm not liking its direction. I was playing with Solus on my laptop, and that you know that file exploring thing, where if you if if, a, if something's already selected and you click on it again and you double click on something, it jumps two folders in. That glitch still exists on another operating system running another desktop environment, but running on a the GTK three toolkit. It just drives me nuts. <sighs> Gary in the comments says he'll be patenting the new version of Linux, Mai Tai. Unfortunately, I don't think you'd get a patent on it, but I'd be in full support of you, Gary. Oh, yeah. I'd do it. I'd do it. Sign it up anyways. You know what? The, you can patent anything nowadays. I mean, if you can patent a, what is it, React, the word React, come on. I could, he, could, he, could, he could patent my ties. Hmm. You know what I mean? 
And then right. anybody who anybody who sells Mai Tais at their bar, they give Gary royalties. Give him the money. He needs it. How, how do you always manage to pull the fine bros in here? Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think I'm trying to lead into the next topic. And unless you guys have anything you want to say about this uh, Odroid, what I'd say, wait till the video comes out. I'll get her finished this weekend and get her uploaded because oh, I'm waiting for the Raspberry Pi Four. Yeah, uh, microcomputers are kind of dead for me for a little while. Yeah, they're they're good for like little mini servers. And you know what? That's what became of the Odroid. It's 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 a server, but not the kind of server you would expect. But it is a server. Kind of cool. But uh, more to the subject, like maybe alternative computing. Uh, I brought this up to you the other day that Chrome OS is largely taking on Android app support. So uh, a lot of these Chromebooks, especially ones that have a tablet mode and a touchscreen, could become almost full-fledged daily driver computers. And I'm going to be giving that a try in a week or two. So that should be interesting. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna go and try to use. Okay. You know, I, I, I think that's the future of it, too. If I would give anything to this family member, I guess I, I might have to throw out using a micro, you know, microboard computer. I'm going to have to go. I might as well just get him a new fancy cell phone. Say, here, put your money down on this cell phone. And then when you come home, plug it in the dock to charge it. And then you got your keyboard. You got your mouse. You're good to go. That's what they've all been slowly going for for a while, at least. That was what we all envisioned about a decade ago, was our phone would be powerful enough. It'll be your everyday computer, docking at home, full-fledged desktop. And no one's fully realized that dream yet. The only company that's no, really no, even not tried at all. pulling it off is Microsoft with Continuum, but we know how well Windows Phone turned out. Uh, yeah. I don't know what they were thinking with that phone, but it was worth a try. You know, there were some good ideas, but they were not the company to pull it off. No, no, yeah, you know, they did better than Firefox, you know. Yeah, needless to say, we're both experimenting new ways of computing. Should be interesting. It's the future of yes, our I, I watched, PC. I watched, I watched video when the first touch devices with a stylus. Ah, hmm. oh, touchscreen styluses. That would have been a long time ago. It was like late 90s, yeah. maybe. Those things early, are, have been around early. a very long time. Very, very long time. But that that sparked the ages of tablets in the future. Hmm. Well, I guess I'm going to move on to our next story because I was kind of leading into it. Now we de- derailed. Now let's put this train back on the on the caboose. It, it's It's YouTube news. And there's quite a bit going on here in the YouTube land. Cutie Pie, you know, got kicked out of Maker, which was a company made by this guy. Yeah, this guy right here named Shea Carl. So recently, what does Shea Carl do? He starts drinking beer and starts sending Twitter DMs to this uh, big-boobed whore here. Yeah. Starts sending her nasty messages saying he wants to buttfuck her. He wants to stick his cock on her ass and then, you know, put it around her. And Yeah, the DMs leaked from this 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 bimbo right here is going to be his mistress. I mean, these two, I mean, I wonder if they've I wonder if they've already fucked yet. But that. Oh. <laughs> but that. All I know is all I know is I agree with and appreciate his honesty towards her. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I might be shallow. We're talking about a guy who has been, uh, what do you say, the the staple of YouTube and the and the YouTube community, especially in the vlogger space. And this guy's and whole happy family ideals. Yeah, yeah, his family's so happy. He wants some of this chick. You know. You know what I'm saying? It's enough to drive a drinking man back to drinking. Yeah, you think that's what did it, right? <laughs> yeah, the pressure. Oh, that all that, of these, that, that all of these big vloggers are end up bringing up once in a while. Right, 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 right. <laughs> what do you think, Mark? What do you think? Would you would you be caught doing something like this? Heck no, no, no. What what would happen if a scandal came out and said you cheated on Applejack with Fluttershy? I would say you're not real. You just figured my imagination. <laughs> a big I, have ask, I must have some reality in my head. <laughs> That's pretty the, good. The reality, reality things. What comes comes back to haunt me is just the slim possibility of a big-breasted bimbo hitting on me or reciprocating anything from me. Huh. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you wouldn't be afraid if if she went in public yeah, with all your look DMs. Let's look, look, look. None of us are famous. Well, just look at famous. just look at his, his smile, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when it comes to these YouTubers, it is clear that these happy family vloggers that are all over YouTube. Secretly, behind the scenes, they are not the perfect family. I mean, if this, I bet you this, I bet you this guy has been been screwing around on his wife for many, many years. Behind the scenes, I, I, I don't know if any of you have been watching it, but I kind of went back and checked out his vlogs. I guess his most recent child is blonde. None of the other kids are blonde. His wife is not blonde, and he's not blonde. Oh dear! Oh dear! Uh huh. I think Mommy Tart had her affair, and now he's trying to get his. There might be more to this story than we know. You know what I'm saying? Well, hair color's not all this genetic story, but you may be onto something. It's, it's, I'm not just ba- speculating. At least he's not a bastard. Yeah, well. You don't know uh, that. Yeah, yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> there could be something going on behind the scenes. All I got on my head right now is Game of Thrones, Joffrey, that whole. Uh-huh. Got, I don't know. It, it was fired from from Maker. Or well, yeah, P- that's another thing that happened. This in the same the same span of this whole thing is PewDiePie went up and started going all. I don't know what you'd say. Would he be racist because he's supporting Nazis? What? Yeah, he's supporting Nazis. He's having people hold up signs in the background of his videos saying. Kill all the Jews. That's sort of thing that can shut your whole channel down. Well, they didn't shut him down. They just uh, Maker Studios gave him the boots and bam, get the hell out of here. And then uh, Google said, uh, "We're taking you out of the prime spot for all the ad revenues. You're going to get the lower end of the deal." Yeah, it's, it's 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 been an interesting thing that these big YouTube stars are getting themselves into. It's almost starting to become like like how real politics and how the whole real world is working 
you know, like regular celebrities. These people are ending up in those kind of situations. What's I mean, next? Is there is there are they gonna find out that I've been butt fucking? Well, you kind of brought that on yourself. That's a bad. That's a bad example. Yeah, you got a good point. Uh, and in terms of PewDiePie, God, it's made him more popular than he was even when he was, you know, threatening to delete his channel when he broke fifty million. He's bigger than even when that was going on. Oh, I thought his because channel... it turns out he was just playing a lot of these people. Like the whole Nazi thing was like, I guess he was wearing a uniform. It was a completely unrelated video. It was an old gameplay video. And they uh, like Wall Street Journal, a bunch of the and Salon, they keep going back to this and using it as uh, their headline to try to prove that he's a Nazi. And he actually made a response video the other day, which I say PewDiePie's like a Nazi. Mad. It trended like mad. And he's like, you know, I'm going to run at with how it. they're misconstruing. Look at how they're using this artwork, this thumbnail. Do you really believe half the shit these people say? And he's just basically grilling all of them. PewDiePie has a bigger platform than the Wall Street Journal than all these publications that are talking shit on him. And it's really glorious to watch. Yeah, I don't think YouTube's going to do anything to him because he's still the biggest fish out there. Maker Studios. If if he wasn't, if it wasn't for him, smaller channels like mine wouldn't even have a have a site to upload to. So you know what? You know, go ahead, do whatever you need. Even yeah. though, even though I think his name is really PewDiePie, isn't it? If you look at look at the spelling of his name, it says PewDiePie. Well, if we're gonna be technical, his real name is Felix. Oh shit! <laughs> Lost on that one. Lost on that one. But, but that yeah, one. just something misconstrued. He's a Nazi. Maker Studios drops him, despite. If you look, and then, back and, well, in history, yeah, after Maker Studios drops them, and then the news comes out that the creator of Maker Studios is fucking Bimbos. What is going on here? And Disney, the owner of Maker Studios, used to make sort of Nazi joke propaganda, so quack, they quack. can make joke about jokes about Nazis. PewDiePie can't make a slight, even slant, a hint of a joke at Nazis, which he really didn't. And he's shit canned. Yeah. Welcome but to the no, world. The fight thing is. Welcome, welcome to the world we lived in. I mean, hell, people get triggered over a buck these days. They get triggered over everything. It's a, it's the trigger world. Welcome to the trigger. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of makes you want to hate the internet sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna trigger somebody because I said the word triggered. I'm triggered. <laughs> You're triggered already. But it's just been hilarious to see Wall Street Journal, Salon, all these publications are saying this could be the end for PewDiePie. He's trending more than he has in years. Years. Not only is he doing well by it, the guy has made enough money. If his career ended today, if it ended today, PewDiePie was done. He, He has enough money to live until his grandchildren and his grandchildren after that are dead. He's good. And he'll probably still give a lot of it to charity. Yeah, I bet you he'd give them to uh, Holocaust victims. <laughs> yeah. It's not like he owes them anything, but I'm sure he would, just to make a point. But That would make a good point, too, if he did. That would be great. He gives a charity a lot. The whole way this the whole thing's been spin, spun about him is kind of ridiculous. 
he's starting a pretty incredible movement. Like he already had a pretty big movement, but he's starting like a new kind of social media corruptness awareness type of campaign. And it's something you wouldn't expect from the likes of PewDiePie. If you thought about what he did up until about a year ago, when he started getting kind of serious vlog style. And that he did. Well, this next one, I think uh, this is going to put Mark and get him in a very, very happy mood. Oh, God. Now, this is the Geeking Off podcast. And as you know, yeah, the, yeah, geek, yeah. the geeking, the geeking, the, the geeking, geeking, the geek culture is kind of shocked with recent. It was as of when was this tweet? I'm trying to figure out what date this tweet was, but well, I found out last week's um, show. It's it's from William Shatner. You know, captain of the Starship Enterprise. He tweets, is there a date on this? Yeah. At 8.22 p.m., January 29th, 2017. I am a brony, and friendship is magic. I'm sure there was an awkward pause in there. And friendship is magic. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, Mark. Spock, it's magic. Yes. Tell us as much information as you got as a lead brony in this network. You've got to tell us why is the king of geekiness a brony? How did this happen? What's going on here? I need to know what's going on. William Shatner. Is, is, is he going to be end up like you? Next thing you know, he's going to be tweeting <laughs> pictures of sitting in a chair with a bunch of ponies. Is this what's, is this what's going to happen? I would I would pay passing though. You don't think he would do? Okay. Would well, you do it? We would do what, sorry? If you were him. If you were him, you would definitely be doing it. I guess I'm I'm asking the wrong person the wrong yeah, question there. Yeah. Yeah. Thing is, all we know is going to be in season six. I was sitting on season seven. He's actually going to be a part of, of the one episode in season seven. Okay. We don't know what episode yet. You don't know what episode or what he's going to be or... No, we don't. We don't know. It's not until I'm, I'm trying to picture a pony with his voice every time a pony the thing is, comes down. No, it's impossible. It's impossible. What sort of voice he actually used? He only has a few he, voices. He only he only has one voice. I think one There's voice. Only one noise. way this could go. It's gonna be like a pony version of Rescue Nine One One. But we don't. Or, or is it gonna? Do, do you, okay, Mark. Speculating here, will this episode be a parody of Star Trek? Because from what I understand from me, you what you tell me about no. the show that that the show is mostly parody of a lot of different pop culture it'd be, references. It'd be interesting if it was a William Shatner and John Delancey um, episode. Oh, that would be amazing. I would watch the shit out of that. Oh, yeah. A pony, a pony version of Q. Huh. That's get, that's getting almost a little cross to a little too cross yeah. serious, but no, I would he, pay to see that. He plays Discord. Um, he's been in it since season two. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm just amazed that the cast of Star Trek is just going on down. I mean, look what it's doing well, to Prue Macro here. He's coughing up. 
I, well, I think the water went out there on the wrong hole. But did you know that um, Rupert Grint is also a brony? One Weasley from Harry Potter. There are, it turns out, a lot of celebrity bronies, but since it, besides Gabe Newell, William Shatner is definitely the most noteworthy and famous one person to come out as a brony. Yeah. Yeah. And friendship is magic. Yeah. He must have his magic. He, he must have a, he right must now. have a lot of he must have a lot of uh, what do you what's the term I'm looking for? He must have a lot of grandkids. He has to babysit, you know, and he starts watching the show and says, "You know what? I've always I've always wanted to be a pony a pony a pony a pony version of Rescue 911." <laughs> I'm just talking that signature um, just serious, throaty voice he used on that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially the the warning. All of the number one calls are real. It's coming. They're going it's to like today, Applejacks found passed out in the gutter. Yes. <laughs> Speaking lots of cider. Yeah, Applejack yeah. has had some cider. And get your insurance. Spock, what are we going to do? Where's Rainbow Dash? Where's Pinkie Pie? Where were her friends when she was low? What are we going to do about this? Go to the Ponyville um, Fire Station. The Ponyville Fire Station. No, no, no. No, you have to beam up the ponies. You have to beam up the ponies, okay? I want to see some ponies getting beamed up. If, if he's going to be in that episode, I want to see some ponies beamed up. I want to see some ponies on a Starship Enterprise. And I want to see I want to see a, a pony version of Spock. Well, there, there is a pony version of that. As fine art, at least. Oh. Beam me up, Pinky. <laughs> it's funny because I can see this happening. <laughs> Seriously, they, they got to go... All out with it. We need some kind of pony Vulcan. We need Scotty. Eh, they gotta go all out somehow. Yeah, they, they definitely should pair it. It'd be interesting. Probably uh, not, but it should probably still be interesting. Just William Shatner in general. Yeah, I'll probably watch it. I would. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I'm not. I don't watch much of the show, but definitely be checking that one out. That's an episode I'm definitely interested. And checking out. Thing is, it, it could be a bad guy. It could be a bad, a bad pony. It could be a, a pony that we fucking hate. But you'll still love it because Bill yeah. Shatner. William yeah. Shatner. Yeah. It's just one of those actors. Even if they're playing a bad character, you're gonna love them regardless. I like this. Gotta change that yeah. much. But I do love how kind of mainstream this whole thing's becoming. A lot of people give bronies crap, but then they we bring up Gabe Newell, Will Shatner. Like, these people have done so much in their lives, they can be fans of whatever the hell they want. Yeah, they can. Anybody can be a fan of what they want. They can be a fan of anime. They can be a fan of ponies. They can be a fan of dick sucking. It doesn't matter what people are into in their life. Leave people alone. You enjoy your fandom. I'll enjoy mine. Dang it! If I like butt fucking, then butt fuck leave me alone. God damn it! <sighs> oh my get oh my joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
What are you doing with that drill? <laughs> what what is he going to do with that drill? I heard I heard I heard you uh, got a computer upgrade. I still have to watch that vlog, by the way. Yes. I know there's a new yes. vlog you posted. Tried watching it earlier, but it's gonna have to wait till after the podcast. But Mark yeah. built himself a pretty good rig, it looks like. Yep. Um I did fix a little issue last couple of days ago, but that's fine now. That's good. That's good. So stay tuned for Mark, the the equestrian news guy, giving us, I don't know, we'll see what he surprises us in the future, what geeky celebrity does next. This next one was submitted by our good boy, Mr. Macro, telling us to let us know that the Internet hates us. I don't know if this is a topic, but it's part of the section. <laughs> Every time. Every time, Mark. Okay, so tell us how uh hackers turned a university's network against itself. What? It's like a cyber it sounds like a cyber attack. Well that's exactly yes what it and is, no. Uh all these, you know, smart devices, we all may have heard about the Mirai botnet. There was a bunch of DVRs, IP cameras, it's the biggest botnet ever created. Basically, some people at a university, they're using like 5,000-something connected smart light bulbs, like Wi-Fi light bulbs and vending machines. And they an- managed to effectively denial of service the network by... That they had default credentials on all of these bulbs, all these refrigerators, and they just decided to take over the networking and cause all these things to make thousands of DNS requests looking for seafood restaurants. And it crippled the hell out of this college network. And most college networks are pretty impressive. But they did it with light bulbs. Light bulbs. Refrigerators. Who the hell doesn't know what a switch is? Well, the point is you don't need this switch because you can turn on a, computer, use okay, a computer. Okay, okay, okay. Let button, me let me boom. let me let me explain to you something. You got a phone, right? You've got to unlock the unlock the phone, right? You got to unlock the phone. Go through your recent apps or open the app, and then find the light. You probably have a big list of lights for each room. And say, oh, here's the bedroom. Okay, hit that one. Flip the little lever that probably on the graphical interface that says on, on. Yeah, but why? So you 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 talking about? I could walk a, into my room and flip the switch. Done. Yeah, but you got done. You're talking about done. You're talking about how many lights are there, Anthony? If you're talking about uh, over two thousand lights, that is a lot of clicks to turn it off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I just that's what I don't get about these internet. Of, of things, okay? They, they're they going to add a convenience to our life, okay? We're going to have an app that's going to list every room in the house. We can turn on these lights, turn them off, check the refrigerator, see if it's cool, make sure it's got enough beer and milk in it. And I'm going to... I guess it would be handy if you're not in the house. Okay, that makes sense. But then that that's the problem here. Now you've got a gateway for everybody to go and... Use probably something that's made in China that's got an embedded OS on it. Probably some some small version of Linux. I'm pretty sure, just a kernel and a and a little app on it. You know, what? Are, well, 
<laughs> I mean, I use actually a lot of smart bulbs myself, but they all go through like a Philips Hue bridge. There's there's kind of a layer there. The issue was these guys, yeah, they used probably some cheap generic Chinese knockoff and it all had default credentials. But I think the main use of this is, yeah, for industrial applications, you can bulk switch them off, save power, switch them on. Or let's say the guy wanted to pull a Ferris Bueller day off. Have the thing track where his phone is while he slides through the hall of college hallways in his underwear. There's a lot of potential uses uh, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just not seeing it in my eyes. I guess I guess for me, I don't have a use for home automation yet, especially on light bulbs. But I guess it's not for everybody. Have you by chance seen that video? It was a holographic like anime girl home assistant. That uh, I don't know if you saw this, but it was a little over a month ago when the thing would uh, you know, send him messages, take care of stuff at home. It would even switch on the lights when it noticed he was nearby. It would you know check the GPS on its phone, just things to kind of automate, make your life a little easier, more manageable. I'm not. But, uh, I'm not elderly yet. <sighs> I I could see that very useful if I was elderly or for the elderly. Yes, very very that would be very helpful. They could turn on the kitchen light, and if they can see they're getting low on food in the fridge, they can make an order and then have food delivered to their house. Yeah, that's. But it's gonna it's gonna create a bunch of lazy uh lazy teenagers. Laziness is the mother of all invention. Uh, you, you're making me a, bit, a little self conscious though. Like, okay. the whole, come on, forget the fridge thing. We okay, all okay okay okay. A little basic Alzheimer's. If we're not old okay. yet, but we all kind of get it. I was reading a small newsletter from Bruce Schneer. He's a uh, security analyst and specialist, and uh, he made a really good point. He was saying that we don't we don't own really devices or appliances anymore. We own computers with appliances attached to them, like a smart fridge. Exactly. The only smart fridge I want is a fridge that holds nothing but beer. And when the beer gets low, I want the little beer droid to come out of the back of the fridge. He puts out like four propellers, takes off, goes to the (laughs) beer store, gets more beer, flies up in his little drone all the way back to the house, comes back, goes back into the fridge, and restocks it. Well, That's what I want. If I'm going to have well, any type of home automation, I want that. And then on top of it, I want to sit here on my phone and I want to tell the beer droid to bring me another beer when I'm done. You know, yeah, finish it and then know, take the can out. Your wife, though. Yeah, the trouble is, is the problem the is the problem is you try to tell the wife to go get me a goddamn beer. You try that and tell yeah, her to go get is, the beer. Is that droid? Unless you want to get divorced. Is the droid over twenty one? Will you be asked for ID? We're not far along to need to figure out ramifications and laws like that. Yet, it will come. Oh, oh no, no, no! My droid, my droid's going to be hacked with 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 a gun in it. What about <laughs> fridges that tell can actually read cell by types? <laughs> okay, okay. What would you have home automation for? And then, you, when you have all these home automated ponies walking around the house doing stuff for you, and then all of a sudden they botnet and hack the world and take it over. I want electric. What about actual blinds that actually goes on on its own with a simple, simple app? I don't like to see daylight. I rarely see daylight. 
Uh, not comfortable enough in your deep, dank basement anymore. <laughs> it's how that works. How that well, works. you're going to have a situation. Um, it's, it's all, it all depends how good your internet is as well. Uh, yeah, if you're on dial-up, you don't have to worry about your stuff being a botnet. Which some people in the world will still be on dial-up. Yeah, but you need Te- high... Heck, need- heck, it'll take up all their dial-up internet just to send the command. Yeah, you need a good internet for that smart fridge to work. Not really. A lot of them will just not even send real-time video feed. Uh, hell, a lot of my smart home automation, my IP cameras, a lot of it's managed internally first, and then we have a web shell interface. We've set it up on a more advanced level than most people yeah, but, have, but well, it doesn't that, 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 That's lot. the thing. The average consumer is not going to go and change the default password to their, their, their light bulbs. They're just going to plug the thing in and use yeah, it. But- now, guys like like us, we're gonna we're gonna go in there. We're gonna change that password. We're gonna put them on virtual lands. We're gonna keep them isolated. You know what I mean? We're gonna do these steps. But the average consumer, like half the people in in your town, probably more than half the people in your town, if they're gonna use this, they're just gonna contribute to the botnet. Well, you got to think of it more like uh, the it's early stage fringe technology, kind of like when everybody got Wi Fi. No one wanted to use passwords at first, and then. Eventually, Evergrad or at least had WPS or would have pre-generated ones that kind of forced <laughs> people into that. I, I see it that way. But, hell, these light bulbs, these things, you're, whatever, you're going to be end up using these for like five, ten years apiece. So, even then, even then on there's the average, always going to be the holes there. On the average consumer market, there's, so, there's a lot of companies out there that don't even secure their networks because the password is their phone number. And the, and then their 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 Wi-Fi ID is the last four digits of the phone number. Why well, is Well, there's even. I'm not kidding you. With, I'm not kidding you. You gotta be careful with with smart toys as well. I mean, when I see when I see on a Wi-Fi thing, I see a bunch of my charters and four digit numbers. I know exactly what the rest of it is because here there's only three different prefixes that you can use for the number. You got three guesses. You got the password. I've done it. <laughs> I mean, I could do worse as far as big organizations and password. Uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, his password was literally password. John Potesta, look it up. <laughs> what about your password? Is actually your, your fingerprint? Uh, somebody just chop your finger or re- imitate it on a, a 3D printed finger? That's, or the that's, whole love latex a, love trick. It doesn't. Really uh, work. When it comes to it security, really there's always going to be a way around it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but if, if you cut your finger off, you won't. You won't recognize the the, flop, the blood flow, and the moisture. moisture in the that finger. that depends on the level of uh, biometrics, but typically speaking, biometrics are considerably more secure. But yeah, there's typically always a workaround. Like people always manage to hack. Uh, oh, is it the uh, iPhone fingerprint thing, and it's not a single thing that's been put out that hasn't been figured out. Yeah. But we could talk about that all day. It's just a matter of this is new fringe stuff. It's gonna be like this rough for the first probably decade or decade. so. It's gonna it's gonna be a while. The whole internet being owned by just wet IP cameras and light bulbs. It's did did we ever see this coming a few years ago? No. No, we didn't. I didn't. No. Which leads into the next one. 
about these cops uses a pacemaker data to change homeowner, charge a homeowner with arson and insurance fraud. Another smart device going crazy here. Is pacemaker smart now? I don't use them. Oh my God, look at that house. Somebody called 911. She's on fire. Burning up the dance floor. Sorry. I've always wanted to make that joke. It's bad taste. (laughs) Yeah, I know. know. We're all about that. (laughs) But yeah, that was pretty damn interesting. Uh, I'll go ahead, Mark. How's he. Has he got like an internet chip in the pacemaker? Uh, I think a lot of these pacemakers, uh, they can interface with with them. At least the doctors can, and they can see kind of a record. They, you know, they'll of probably how many, check t- how many times they had to. Boom, boom. Yeah, or, or they could do it remotely. They say, "Oh, that man, that heart needs to jump. Let's let's give this guy a lot of volts." They say, "All oh, right, yeah, all right, your heart's going, your heart, radios. your heart's going down, buddy. You need to, you need to get this. Uh, you need to plug yourself into this wire that's in this in your side of your chest." Plug that in because you're going to need a little extra power for this one. It's coming. Yeah, it'll save lives. And you can't could, it, it could have saved the life of a friend this week. You can't physically just turn off the pacemaker. I don't think oh, you can no, control no, no, no. The, the power, right? I don't even know how. They, how do you even charge them? Do they have to take them out and charge them? I've never used one. Um, or no, they have a capacitive. A lot of the newer ones have a capacitive battery. Um, it, maybe kind of an external battery that you'll wear on your belt. And that helps in turn charge the internal battery. It's a lot really similar to some artificial hearts uh, in that way. That's just basically a capacitive power socket somewhere on your body. Huh? It's, it's, it's interesting. It's gotta be charged. It's gotta get power somehow. It's gonna yeah. die, right? Unless it's taking I mean, power a, a from your energy. pacemaker doesn't take a tremendous amount of power. Cause it's just really generally that keeping the pace, just, but just, yeah. It, what about it it charges on its own when you're moving about? I don't think we have any that can do that quite yet. Yet. Or if we do, they're stupidly expensive and only used really among the elite. That'd be pretty nice though, one that could just be powered off of body heat. Yeah, the friction awesome. friction of yeah. Static electricity. Once, once, once we old. once we make it to that point, we'll no longer need chargers anymore. If we can ever find the way to harness the energy that's already in the air, we're good to go. We're golden. Yeah, I think they've kind of been working on that for years, just T-shirts that you could charge your phone with, but didn't seem like any of those amounted to anything. Well, it comes down to one thing. you got to wash it, right? As soon as you wash it, it's done. Yeah, at least, at least after, a little better about that, At too. least after a few washes, you know going to rust you got to really come up with some type of material that's got to survive the beatings of not only the outside world body sweat you name it being washed in a washer and dryer tumbled in a dryer at very high temperatures that could kill it like you know a device yeah of course i think i've never put my iphone into a i never had an iphone but if i did i never put it into a dryer i might just try just for the fun of it I bet there's YouTube videos about that as well. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, people have done everything. Uh, yeah. uh, Put them in dryers. There's a guy who makes videos about putting everything into a microwave. You name it, it's out there. Yeah. But anyway, more to the point of the... Yeah, let's get back to what, the topic where you were going. Yeah, the, yeah, the topic. Uh, <laughs> guy, I think it was, it was 59 years old, uh, 
Yeah, rushed out of his house. House was burning. Had to grab his thing, smash a window. Months down the road, the police weren't buying his story. They had the car. They found out because shortly after he called them, they told him he had a pacemaker. Now that was, I guess, when they came to rescue him at his house. And his cardiologist got back with the police and said it's highly unlikely that he actually panicked, jumped out the house like he said. Based on mm. the record, he didn't have crazy high elevated heart rhythm on that evening. So they busted him for arson and lighting his own house on fire for insurance I, fraud because it, his it, pacemaker gave him up. It, it told him what was up, yeah. Wait, wait, yeah, you know, in the future, the pacemaker's just going to record everything you do and send it to Amazon, you know? But is it, is the it world is not as secret as it used to be. But is it 100% proof, though? I think it was enough proof that they con- that, it, that they convicted him. Mm. Yeah, they they said it was, quote, a key piece of evidence. Yeah. Fascinating. Because if the guy had, you know, packed his suitcases, broken a glass on, on his bedroom window whole bunch of shit yeah his heart would probably be racing well over 100 beats per minute and i guess the cardiologist report showed that it was relatively calm maybe slightly elevated nothing indicating an actual panic like oh shit my house is on fire yeah run run hell out of here so his pacemaker (laughs) and now it in the coffin just a, a, how how far along are they going to get with that like elderly couples wife wants to know if her husband's lying Pulls out the phone app, checks yeah. the pacemaker. Liar! <laughs> what extent? You lying is this bastard! Go to? You've been you've been you've been texting bimbos on Twitter, haven't you, Shay Carl? Dang it, Shay Carl, you've been cheating on me. Zzz. I'm hotter than that fat boob bitch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, just. Sign of things like internet connected pacemakers, just any of these things more connected in our lives. I, I love it personally, but you always hear stories like these in the college. And y- you really wonder when it's going to come to bite any one of us in the ass. How many implants are we going to get? What's, what, How connected next, are we going to let ourselves get? Mixing our glasses, they will be the spies of our eyes. Uploaded to server twenty four seven. Because we in could... that case, I might actually upload a vlog. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. True. Actually, you wouldn't they have to worry it about it. Me. You wouldn't have to worry about it because at any moment, as long as you have the public setting on, you can live stream all day long, even when you're sleeping. And then, if 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 you want to support the adult community when you got the girl over, turn the privacy setting to X rated. Easy Pornhub amateur video money. Oh, yeah. Get that ad revenue. Or cat cam. Or dog cam. Uh, Yes. (laughs) There's a demographic you can work on right there, Anthrop. Yeah. And you know what? That might be a project I will use probably the Pine 64 for. I've got to figure out what I'm going to do with it. I already know what the Odroid's going to be now. It's, It's got a place now, but stay tuned. Later on in the week. Hopefully, I, if I get some time tomorrow, I can hopefully get it up Sunday. But no promises, because every time I make promises, something happens. Someone might pass. Yeah, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> okay. 
It's been a rough week. And just doing this, being here with all of you. With all you crazy Gary in the chat. Oh, Eclipse Technology. A little late. Uh, we didn't have Jason tonight. Jason is not feeling well. He's a little little ill. Just a little. He'll heal up with, uh, as soon as eventually come back. So with that, since we're closing up here on the tightness of the hour, of the late night, you can hit us up here at anthrit.com. I haven't come up with a new poll idea. I have gone through every one of these desktop environments now. And uh, you want to know which one I like the most out of all of them? Well, there's two, actually. Budgie and XFCE. XFCE wins. I like it. You guys did a good choice on that one. Nice voting right there because I like it. Beautiful desktop environment. Very lightweight. Easy to use even on an Odroid. It's the only way I can get this sucker to be really good. So thank you. I love its menu. Very simplistic. It's got good theming. I can change the colors again unlike Mate right now. It was exactly what I was looking for. Second on the list was Budgie. I like Budgie, but it's it's too gnomey. I like I, I just I'm, I'm not into the gnome. So, what should we what should we ask for a question this week for the poll? What would be a good question? So I'll, I'll let you choose one, Macro. You've never gotten to choose a poll question before. I'd have to think on that for a few minutes. Does that have to be technology related? It doesn't. Well, I mean, I guess it would have to be. It could be geeky related. It could be about who's well, go- who, which celebrity is going to be the next Brony. I don't know. Something maybe about Internet of Things. Like, what do people think about it? Are they afraid of it? Are they for it? Okay. Will they let the devices go into their lives? Do you trust you your devices? Them. Right. Yeah. Do you think you can trust these Internet of Things devices? Do you think they can make your life easier? Just something along the lines of that, maybe. Especially when it comes to baby monitors. Yeah, your baby monitor's coming for you. Oh, I just thought of it. I think I think uh, it was a South Park episode where Eric Cartman and Alec Baldwin both got like things that would transmit all of their thoughts to public social media, end up <laughs> irritating the shit out of each other. Alec Baldwin ended up talking about all the prostitutes yep. he'd killed. <laughs> uh, so life invader. Once that poll goes up, go ahead, hit us up with your vote. And you can also hit us up at thegeekingoffpodcast.com. Subscribe on the RSS feed, iTunes for your Mac users, and for your Android folks, you can go ahead and get it on that Google Play and play it on that Google Play. Just play with it, play with it, play with it. Stay tuned for the future. And I just got to say one last thing before I wind up here. Just if there's any confusion that I, after last podcast, that I'm going to leave Linux and the Linux community, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to let somebody else dis- dictate, my, dictate my opinion on the community and what I'm, what I'm dealing with. I'm still going to be a Linux guy, except I'm going to produce and edit on a Windows machine. But everything else, I'm going Linux, and there's a lot more Linux content is coming up, so stay tuned. It's not going anywhere. We're moving forward. We're going forward. I'm moving on with my life. It's going to be a great brand new future. And that's the way it's going to be. Oh, yes, as good old Mark would say. Right, Mark? 
Right, Mark? You got that oh yes for me? Yes. Oh, yes. Good, good, good. Yeah. Strong button. <laughs> so with that, guys, you guys want to go ahead and say your goodbyes? Thank you for wasting close to a perfectly good hour of your evening with us, folks. Have a nice weekend. Mark. Well, I didn't tell you till the, the end, Anthony, but at the start of the broadcast, I did donate $6 to the broadcast. Oh, good for you. Awesome. You know how much trouble it's going to be invoicing, managing, all the trouble he's going to have to go through for that $6? Thanks. <laughs> and with that, folks, let's wind her down. This has been Anthony from Hathware, and from this time and every time on, folks, Keep on clicking. God. Oh my God. Look at her boobs. Man, look at them tits. Oh yeah, let me just let me just feel it with my mouth. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Tranny porn. Tranny porn. Must trust. Oh yes.